It was the music. Oh. It was our intro. Oh, that's the intro. <laughs> that's Hi, our intro. everybody. Hey, guys. You're back for episode three. Or maybe we're just talking to ourselves. Either way, it's all good in the hood. So, episode three is about Robert Fisher. So, long story short, Robert Fisher um, is wanted, still a wanted man, for murdering his wife and two children and trying to cover it up by causing a massive natural gas flare and explosion in his home in April of 2001. Yeah, he's on the FBI top 10. Yep. Most wanted, Most actually. wanted fugitives. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. So, basically, there was a loud argument heard by their neighbors 10 hours prior to the fight, or to the fire, excuse me, and his... The house exploded at 8.42 a.m. on April 10th, 2001. Right away, they thought it was just, like, a random house yeah, explosion. Yeah, it just, like, blew up, and, like, everybody called 911, and it was this whole crazy thing. And so, once they put out the fire, they discovered three bodies in the house. And that was the bodies of his wife, Mary, and his 12-year-old daughter, Brittany, and 10-year-old son, Bobby. So, they thought it was a little weird at first, because even though it was, like, super badly burned and everything, they could still see where the bodies were, and it wasn't like they were trying to escape or trying to run away or, you know, stuck in the house or something. They were all laying in their beds. So, that was their first kind of mm -hmm. suspicious clue. Yes. Um, Mary had been shot in the back of the head, and I believe her throat was slit as well. Mm -hmm. And then his two children were found with their throats slit from ear to ear, like so badly that they were almost decapitated. Mm -hmm. um, sources have said that Robert was always a very awkward and controlling father. He kind of had had, I guess I would say, mental health issues off and on. Yeah, it was hard for me to, like, really grasp what was going on with Robert. Like, everybody, of course, after the fact was like, Robert was weird. Robert was controlling. Him and his wife fought. He was weird with the kids. I don't know if, like, anybody thought this beforehand, though, because I saw mm -hmm. one thing where, like, he was super religious, and his pastor said they were this really nice family and all this. Yes. So it's just kind of... He had previously had an affair with a prostitute at a massage parlor, and he was worried about his wife finding out about it because he got a UTI from it. Which is, like, <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you doing having an affair at a massage parlor? Yeah, and not and, using protection, apparently. Yeah, like, if you're going to cheat on your wife, <laughs> please use protection. I Don't cheat on your wife. That's no, not a good idea. But, yeah, and he, like, apparently felt really bad about it and actually told his pastor about it or somebody at the yeah. church. And he was going to counseling, yeah. trying to save his marriage. And, like, he, yeah, he told his wife and whatever, and I don't know, she wasn't, like, super quick to forgive him as, I mean, as you would be, but. Yeah. So, he basically got, they think, a 10-hour head start on the escape, the fire was used to cover up the homicides, and he had um, left a pipe out to kind of create a slow gas leak that eventually would blow with a candle he left going in the house, 
Um, he had previously been a firefighter and was had a major back issue, so I think that was kind of where a lot of his, like, anger and aggression came from, was he was always in a lot of pain. Yeah, he, like, couldn't do, he, like, really loved being a firefighter, and I think he couldn't do what he loved anymore, and that, like, sort of fed into the unhappiness he was having. So he basically had a 10-hour head start on the police. Um, he has really never been... He had, Well, he has never been found. He's the only person of interest to date. Um, what is it? Ten days after the murder, his vehicle and his dog were found 100 miles north of their home, but there was no signs of him in the surrounding area. So there's always... There's been hundreds of leads, there's been never any official sightings, and all leads they could possibly get fall short. This really is, like, the biggest question mark of this whole thing is, what happened to him? Where did he go? Did he take off on the run? Yeah, he just, like, honestly vanished into thin air. And it was weird, like, his disappearance was weird because it didn't seem like he really premeditated it. He didn't, like, cash out all his savings and, mm-hmm. like all this stuff he took two hundred dollars from an atm they saw him on an atm um camera and took his dog and then just but he did take all of his clothes yeah all of his clothes were missing from the house all his clothes and but one gun yeah he he had a bunch of guns because he was a hunter he was a big hunter which like isn't that weird to have a lot of guns but then he just took the one presumably that he used to murder his wife with just a very, very weird situation. Yeah, it was just so so mysterious, I guess. So there's lots of theories about what could have happened. There's thoughts that he maybe committed suicide, that he hid in a cave and died of oxygen deprivation, that he took off on the run and is, like, somewhere off in Mexico. Yeah, or, yeah, or that he's even in the U.S. or yeah. Canada or just, like, living a normal life. And it's been long enough now he probably looks a lot different Uh 18 years and he's literally never been seen um in 2004 there was a man arrested that looked exactly like him in canada but fingerprints said that they were not him uh 2012 there was reports that he was living in gilas county arizona 2014, they raided a house in Commerce City, Colorado, after receiving a tip that Fisher was there, but he's, none of these have ever panned out. There's never been any suspicion that he was there. There's no evidence. Like, they literally have no clue to this day where this crazy guy is. Yeah, and they, I mean, another possibility, of course, is that he killed himself, but they never found his body, Mm-mm. and it just seems so crazy like why did he why did he run away then if he committed suicide or if that was his plan all along i don't know this one is just a really weird one it was almost a hard one to research because it's just like there's so many theories of what could have happened to him what he did what he didn't do there's reports that he was very angry and controlling and crazy before the deaths. And then there you hear from other people that he was like a nice church-going man. So you just... This whole thing is just such a weird, random thing going on. Like you just... There's no definite things that point to anything other than that he had to be the one that killed Yeah. Him. So 
when I first heard this story, I actually was almost led to believe that this was like some weird random murder and that like they potentially kidnapped Robert or he like took the opportunity to leave after this happened. Frick out of Dodge. It just, yeah, this just seems like really far-fetched. I think that usually the simplest answer is the right answer. Like, this guy was clearly hit his breaking point. He killed his entire family and he peaced out, whether he killed himself or is in hiding or whatever the case may be. I personally think he's living it up somewhere. He just started a whole new life. I don't know. I almost am on the... I'm leaning towards the suicide theory. Like, so in my mind, what I think is ha- what I think happened is he just like had had it and he just snapped and he murdered his family. And I don't think the whole fire was really like a premeditated thing or well, this it was huge, at least semi premeditated. It was kind, of, but it was almost like he was like, "Oh crap! I just murdered my family in this fit of rage. What do I do now?" And so it was maybe more of, like, a deterrent to give him a head start kind of thing. And then I don't know if he just was, like, in this crazy state of rage and, like, panic and fight-or-flight mode and left. And then maybe once he really thought about what happened, he killed himself. Because I don't know. It just seems really weird. Like, why bring your dog, too? Why bring your dog with and then just leave your dog all of a sudden? Like, why if you're going to go live in the wilderness or whatever... Why didn't you bring your dog with you? But that was something that, like, was a, a characteristic of him. Like, they he, they had this dog named Blue, and everybody knew that they had this dog, and it was like everyone was looking for him with this dog. That's true, yeah. He probably and realized that. There is also theories out there that possibly he had somebody come and pick him up from out in the woods, and that's how he made his getaway. Maybe mm-hmm. a lady friend from the massage parlor. Yeah, maybe, he wanted another UTI. Yeah. Need some <laughs> antibiotics. Go to Mexico and get some penicillin. Exactly. But it was weird, too. His car, when they found it with the dog, was completely wiped down and cleaned. Like, I don't know who... That's not something you do if you're going to kill yourself. No, that's true. And also, like, I don't know if he's just, like, stupid. Like, if he's like, oh, I'm going to start my house on fire and nobody's going to know that I murdered my family... I'm going to wipe down my car, and nobody's going to know it was mine. But he's, like, so stupid, he's almost smart, because they haven't found him 18 years later. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's probably listening to this. He probably is. We're goners. I know. (laughs) Didn't your husband warn you about that? Yeah. Not supposed to talk about things that could put my family in danger. Just lock your doors, you guys. I do. Don't worry. (laughs) His clothes were never found. Anywhere. They weren't with the car. Yeah, like, where... Well, do you think they could have burned? Did they, like... Yeah, but they, the rest of the family's clothes were there burned. Yeah, I guess. And there was nothing where his stuff should be. Amber and I are apparently in different camps We are. Here, we don't agree on this one. No. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I think we both agree that he's a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. And that his poor, poor family had to pay the price. Yes, and he is still, like Amber said, on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted list... And he is considered armed and very dangerous. Um, he has ties to Florida and New Mexico, so... But he really, at this point, could be anywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Such a weird story. <laughs> I'm like, Margaret's doing yoga on the yeah, bar stool yoga. over here. Namaste. Should we go into a little bit more detail about the murders? I see you've got a lot of writing. I have there. a lot of writing, yeah. Okay. Um, not much about the murders. This is like my murder section. About um, like their bodies. No, their bodies. It, it creeped me out. Like hearing that his kids creepy. were almost decapitated. Like, no. Ugh. This is not a nice one. I mean, they're none of them are nice. No, they're not all. a not a fun one when little kids are involved. Maybe, like, Robert's background. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe we should go a little bit into his background. Yeah. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about Robert's past. Robert. He was in the military, wasn't he? I think so. And a firefighter. Fire I want to say, like, the Navy Reserve or the Army Reserve. And then he was a firefighter. Mm-hmm. He was a respiratory therapist. Yeah, he worked at a clinic. And he worked at Mayo Clinic. Yeah. In Arizona. And, I mean, I think he, like, I mean, on the surface, he seemed, like, pretty normal. Like, your regular old husband and dad. And, I mean, maybe he had his, like, weird quirks or whatever. But I don't think anybody anticipated. Yeah, and I don't think anybody anticipated him going off the deep end. Um, We could talk about the night before. Oh, his childhood. Oh, yes. Robert's childhood. Let's talk about the childhood. I feel like this is where it always goes wrong. Yep. It really does. And... So his parents got divorced when he was 15, which, I mean, not like... That happens to a lot of people. Yeah, like 50% of Americans. I made that up, but I think it is somewhere in that statistic. It's actually lowered. 50% of Americans do not get divorced anymore. The statistic oh. is lower. Well, I bet... We have was... a fighting chance. It's probably like 49.9% <laughs> I bet that when he was 15, it was 50%. <laughs> well, both 50. <laughs> Either way, I'm sure some of his buddies' parents were also divorced, but yes, whatever. It's hard on people, but it was especially hard on Robert, and he was just, like, so pissed at his mom. Yes, because his mom, like, took off, basically, right? I think so, and, yeah, and I think she was really strict anyway, and then she just left, and I, he... ship. Yeah, he really... Like, he couldn't let go, even... Even if it bothered him when he was, you know, 15, 16, 17, mm-hmm. like, he was still talking about it with his coworkers in his 30s and, like, yeah. dragging on and on about it. Which that could feature in with, or, like, factor in with him killing his wife because there was talk that she wanted to file for divorce. And I could see him not wanting her yeah. to take the kids. Yeah, and he, like... Went was, crazy. Yeah, it was so against divorce. Like, obviously, would rather murder his family than get a divorce, which is so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, seems like a logical perspective to I have. I don't really understand. But, yeah, I... Otherwise, I think he was, like, pretty normal as a kid. He just got really messed up from his mom. Yeah, his mom just put him through the ringer, man. He talked about his hunting. People thought he was weird. Yeah, so Robert was a big hunter, which is, is normal. normal in our neck of the woods. Yeah, and, like, he had a bunch of guns, and he liked hunting and whatever, but, like, even his buddies thought he was a little extravagant. He would kill an animal, and then, instead of being, like, respectful, like most hunters are, he would, like, dip his hands in the blood and wipe it all over his body and just, like, be all weird about it showy and weird about it yeah that's real creepy i asked my husband i was like is this something someone would do and he gave me a weird look 
I don't think he likes when I ask him weird hypothetical <laughs> questions that relate to murder, but he said, no, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't ever heard of that. I haven't ever heard of people dipping their fingers in animal blood and wiping it on themselves. No, I mean, I have, but they end up being murderers. Well, yeah, I've heard of it in the case of Robert William Fisher. Exactly. We all know how that turned out. Oh, okay. So, just some of my personal thoughts on this. So, I said before, like, I... I personally don't think this is premeditated I thought it was just he finally snapped he got caught up in his own rage but the thing that I don't understand is the kids like I get him being mad at his wife for Mm -hmm. not forgiving him and for wanting to you know get a divorce and he didn't want to get a divorce or whatever but like what did the kids yeah what did the kids do ever do Unless it was one of those... She I, wasn't going to take my kids type yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, if if I can't have them, nobody can. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't want my kids to go through divorce. I'm going to kill them instead. Yeah, There's no. Sense. I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of logic. No. Doesn't seem to be a lot of logic in this operation. So I guess a good question would be, what's your guys' theory? What is, what is what does our listening audience think? Do yeah. you think we'll put a poll on our Instagram? Do you think he is dead or alive? This let is us, an interesting one. Yeah, let us know. We don't even agree, yeah. so and it doesn't really matter, but oh. we wanna know. We wanna know what you think. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all till next time. <laughs> Have a nice day, guys. Bye. Happy to Zane.